Welcome, my friends, to Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat, the podcast that never ends, where we gather our clan and talk about the peace and love in our lives, the difficulties along the journey, and how we rise up from them. We will experience a little thing I call cluberty together, and by the end of the show, we're going to find our sweet spot. I'm Uncle Dave, and our transformation starts right here. Hey now, and how are you doing? I want to welcome you to the next episode of Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Today's guest is a master coach, master author, master, master, Jeff <laughs> Klubeck. How you doing, Jeff? Oh, man, if I was any better, I'd be twins. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I've never been referred to as a master, master, like a master. That, I mean, I'm going to let that settle in, but that feels really good. I mean, I practice humility, but I don't argue with Uncle Dave. <laughs> well, it's great. You know, I, I mean, I know we've, we've known each other for a while, and, you know, you're, you're a great mentor. You, you, you always offer up your, your time to talk, and I appreciate you jumping on the podcast to talk uh, because you have something really interesting. We're going to talk a little bit, of, I think, about integrity, uh, and what does integrity yeah. mean to you? Wow. Well, integrity means everything to me right now. And and not to be so flippant, but it's like, you know, that's my brand is I'm building a brand called the integrity game. And um, it's existed in keynote form. And I, I, I've done it in workshops. And basically, everything that I've done in my personal, you know, my professional career as in in personal professional growth, as get a clue, you know, I'm going to repackage it now in the integrity game. It's a better brand, a better message. So I'm living and breathing integrity. Now, the real, the real answer to your question is integration. Integration. When I speak in on this subject of integrity, and why when I ask other people, what's integrity? Now, the funny part, Dave, is that it's after I've asked, how many of you believe you have integrity? You can 100% raise their hand. And so then I was all right, everybody, uh, keep your hand up, keep it up, keep it up and repeat after me. I, I do do solemnly swear not to shoot the messenger in 45 minutes at the end of the keynote, <laughs> because, you know, I'm about to ask again in 45 minutes. I bet you don't all raise your hand. I bet you don't raise it as quick. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. What an audacious thing to say at the beginning of a keynote speech. I want good ratings. So I said, let's make sure we all understand that we're on the same page. What is integrity? And the same question you just asked me, what does it mean to me? I asked the audience. Now, what's interesting about it is I always get two answers. One is be your word, do what you say you're going to do, that whole piece, Mm -hmm. right? And then the other answer I get is do the same thing when nobody's watching as you would when somebody's watching. Right. Okay. What I take a moment to do is thank you we got those two but here's the thing when we do what we say we're going to do we're integrating our word with our behavior there's a coming together of that now you and i both know there's a lot of people that say something and then they do something else that's out of integrity or a lack of integrity or a disintegration Mm -hmm. of word with behavior now the other answer i get is do the same thing regardless of who's watching well that's when we're integrating our behavior with our values or our morals right? What's the right thing to do, whatever we believe is right. You know, so in both, in both senses, right, there's integration, behavior with values and behavior with word. Right. But it, if I ask a million people, what's the meaning of integrity, not one person will use the word integration in their answer. So the first thing I'd like to say is that for me, it's integration, it's the coming together of one thing with another. Okay, but the, the integrity game, you may ask me about this, it's not just enough word with behavior or behavior with values. The integrity game talks about 10 things that we want to integrate in order to really, you know, get on our way in personal professional growth. 
Yeah, because it's also all, all, it's not only about talking about the values, because values are really easy, but it's that follow through. So it's actions. That's why, you know, it, it's when nobody's looking, piece of that, but it can't be just when nobody's looking because there is the integrity that nobody knows about it. Uh, you know, does a, does a tree does a tree make a sound right. when it falls in the wood, right? That philosophical question, yeah. Well, again, and then the, the other thing too, I'll say this, I'll slow down when I say this, but we judge ourselves by intent. Right. Other people are just judging the answer. So well, a lot of times when you say, and I'm a big wordsmith, I'm a fan of words, I'm a fan of drawing attention to two words that are used interchangeably, but they really mean enough different to pay attention to it. But people don't like, what's the difference between success and achievement? What's the difference between admiration and jealousy? What's the difference between, okay, uh, a hope, a wish, or a dream and a goal? Mm. What's the difference between integrity and honesty? So when a lot of times when you say, hey, how, how many of you think you have integrity? What they hear is, how many of you think you're a good person? And everybody raises their hand. Everybody believes themselves to be a good person. Right, because so many people, that's, how, that's where we judge ourselves, right? We know that even when we have an argument with somebody, I worked in the best intentions, uh, you know, but, Je- but Jeff, it's, it's you who, di- who didn't or, or didn't understand my intentions, and that's where the big challenge is, but it's not true. It's yeah. your, your filter and how you saw things, and, you know, there's a bigger conversation. Yeah, I can say, well, hey, regard- I'll, let me go ahead and validate your intentions all day long. But very simply, you said this and you did that. Right. So now the behavior is not only not integrated with word, it's not integrated with your intentions either. Is that what you're telling me? Because behavior, here's the clue snack. And I quote myself, you know, for memorable stuff. Behavior is the evidence of our integrity. It's not our intention. And it's not our word. It's behavior that's the evidence of our integrity, whether we have it or not, or how much we have. And it's a trick question, Dave, because... I believe that you could finish the sentence for me. you're such a great student of personal professional growth. The way I know you, you could probably finish this sentence for me. Ready? If you are not growing, you are dying. Okay. So the trick question that I ask is how many of you believe you have integrity? That's the trick question. Cause we all have some, but right. we all need more. So the way the way that what I'm trying to put out there is if you're not integrating, you're disintegrating. Ah, uh, Yeah. If you're not bringing it together or keeping it together, it might fall apart. We're talking about our life, our business, our career, our relationships, all the things that we want. It's always a matter of integrity for me. So this is, I'm really excited that like, you know, that's the lenses through which I view the world. What does integrity mean to me? Integrity is the lens through which I view the world, my actions, my behaviors. And by the way, it's lonely (laughs) because everybody just has a very surface understanding of it. So it's lonely to pay this much attention to integrity and, you know, be like my own person on my own shoulder, Mm -hmm. you know, holding myself accountable to integrity everywhere when most people expect to get away with it or they don't expect people to confront them or people don't have the energy, the skill set, the training to confront others when they're out of integrity becomes arguments or blow ups. And there's a lot of ways that people create uh, snipers on top of their white house to prevent (laughs) people from confronting them on their behavior. And, you know, a lot of times people do stuff and then they get mad at you for your reaction when they're out of integrity in the first place. And it's a, it's a challenging conversation. So it's not one you want to have without somebody's permission. Right. You never want to talk about somebody else's integrity without their permission. And that's why I wrote a very uh, digestible, easy book to try to get people paying attention to integrity without being directly confronted or off-put by it.
Yeah, you know, so I read the book. Uh, you gave me an advanced copy. Uh, and Yeah, thank you, you know, for that, by the way. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, it, it was great. It was an easy read. Uh, and, and you know, I think one of my quotes that you've been using is, you know, really is just like, like sitting on a wall and getting so much information. It's, it's that fly on the wall, hearing some conversations, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, you know, you, and depending on where you're at, you can take it different ways. And mm-hmm. that, you know, was one of those magical pieces of the book. You know, one of the gems of the book, you know, was the information. You could just read the book just for information and great story and, and this and that. But if you're really looking for the gems, if you took the time to look for the gems, there were plenty of them. Well, that's a, that's a great compliment. And, and like I said before, you're such a good student of personal professional growth for anything to you know, impress you or you know, please you or you know what I mean? Like for you to be excited about, you've, you've studied so much, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and so I'm, I'm grateful that, that, that for that feedback coming from you. And that is why I was happy to take your quote and put it in a promotional graphic to let people know the book's coming and we want everybody to make it a bestseller, you know, buy it, make it bestseller when it comes out. I don't know when this podcast will air, if they'll hear it in time, but. um, Yeah, no, I had promised you. We're going to air it. I think you said, uh, so right now it's uh, March 1st. I think you, you, right. So you, you were, you were uh, looking to launch it by April 1st. So, March 31st. Is yeah, so I was going to... right now. So I don't yeah. know if that's in time or not. But no, no, I, I was actually going to try to get it out this week, uh, actually. Just oh, that that's way. amazing. Yeah. yeah well, so... no, you don't do it for my sake, but uh, the point is, is that um, the it's a huge compliment. And yeah, I, I wanted people to know what you thought of it. And uh, every week leading up to the launch, I'm putting like a quote from the book and then a, a, a piece of testimonial from somebody like yourself that I respect that's read an advanced copy and offered that feedback. So I'm doing two posts a week just to get people ready for that it's coming. And then I'm going to you know build the email list in the last two weeks before and the five days before and the two <laughs> days before. We're going to do that whole thing. But I, I'm so grateful for your perspective and the time you took to read it. And, and not just that, but that feeling that you had that felt like I was just listening to a conversation or involved in a conversation. I'm reading a book, but I feel like I'm just involved in a conversation. Um, I took a lot of care in the dialogue pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know did. the di- the dialogue. You know, I I, I got I, you know I, I know what my shortcomings are, so I had help with setting and structure and character development. But you know, I I I, uh, I had a lot of help on the book. You know, and I'm grateful for the help. But yeah, the dialogue piece I think is what created that feeling for you, and I'm I'm so grateful to hear that. And, and you know, like I said before, integrity it's something that everybody thinks they have, but then when you start talking about it from a you know accountability perspective. like very few people have as much as they'd want or an amount to be proud of when we really get down. And so that's a hard conversation to have with people. Accountability is one of these things that people usually only use the word accountability or integrity when they're pointing a finger at somebody else for not having it. Right. But very, very rarely does anybody look within, you know, and then even further, it's like, well, you say that they don't have accountability or they don't have an integrity. And so instead of judging them, if you are responsible for teaching them, to have greater integrity. If you were teaching them, responsible for them, up-leveling their accountability and their integrity, what would you do? They would have no answer. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing, is once they're questioned, once you put that mirror back in front of their face and go, hey, this, what, what about you? So I'm going to ask you the question. So what do you do to make sure that you keep your integrity high? <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> I uh, well, <laughs> who's the judge, right? I mean, uh, well, but judged by you, right? I mean, our integrity is, is, you know, judged by us, you know, because other people can't see what's in our heart. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, the first thing I do is, you know, I remind myself, you know, how grateful I am, wife and kids, wife and kids. Like when somebody's, you know, you asked this very specific question, what do you do to keep your integrity high? When people say to me, Jeff, what do you do for a living? I say, I wake up every day and figure out how I'm going to deserve my wife and kids. Like, I'm f- so fortunate. I'm so grateful for Marianne and my three kids. Uh, I want to know that I want to feel <laughs> like I deserve that. Right. Like, I, you know, like, I, I feel like I married up. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, you like a gift, a blessing, like the greatest thing in my life is my wife and kids. So I don't want to ever take that for granted. I want to feel like I deserve that. I don't want that ever to go away. I don't want any karma or divine eyeballs that are watching the scene to think like, Jeff, you don't deserve this anymore. And that's going to go away. So I just, I'm out of bed helping people every day. I like, I give my time everywhere I can. And like you said at the intro, when you introduced me and, you know, whether it's teaching classes or, or, you know, training, you know, leaders or, uh, you know, I can't make any money unless I've helped somebody. Um, But when you talk about conditioning integrity, number more specifically than that, I'm very careful with my work. You know, I'm very careful with uh, what I allow myself to expect from myself and what, and certainly what I allow others to expect from me, you know, and, and, and very careful, like, be careful what you commit to be strategic about what you commit to, you know, and then, and then I, you know, I'm really good at like journaling, I'm good at sending emails to myself and my coach every night about what I'm intending to do in order to win the day. And so that, that increases my integrity. And by the way, be clear about this. I don't believe that anybody has perfect integrity. I don't believe in hundred percent integrity until we die. until we're reintegrated with our maker, you know, not to be too theological or, you know, right, right, just more spiritually. When I die, then I'll have hundred percent integrity. Then I'll be fully reintegrated. You follow. <laughs> yep. Right. Until then I'm a human being. So I'm always going to fall short. So I love the way you said the question, keeping it high, right? What do you do? First of all, you got to get it high. I don't know what high means because it's in the eye of the beholder. But I'm very careful with my word. I'm very careful with, you know, and, and then, you know, a lot of times somebody told me one time, I think it's somebody that you know as well, maybe uh, Natalie Susie. Do you know that name, Natalie Susie? And the, 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 she's out uh, here I, on I the don't. West Coast, but I, I know we run in similar circles, but she told me that people usually produce, you know, for others what they're working on for themselves. Mm hmm. Right. So the integrity game, the book and the keynote and the trainings and the workshops and the coaching experience and the, you know, that's not because I have perfect integrity. I think I'm, you know, I don't believe in it. You know, it's it probably producing all that because I want more for myself. I want more integrity. I want to know that I'm improving my integrity, increasing it. So I have a hard time admitting that my integrity is high. I, you know, I know it's higher than others. I'm a world-class coach. I'm trained in accountability. I know, Right. I developed a model, a 10 point model that I want to get out to the world. That's like a new contribution. But I'm probably putting it out there because I've come a long way. And it's because Marianne and my kids that I've gotten to where I'm at. And now I feel like I have a responsibility to to share it with the world, which means to have integrity. I have to always be a stand for integrity. I have to always be conscious of my integrity. I have to be more careful about the integration of my word with my behavior, my behavior with my strategies, my strategies with my goals, my goals with my gifts, potential, like all of the points in the model that I want integrated. So it's it, there's a lot of answers to that question, but I've given you some there. Yeah, no, definitely, because it, it, it is it is an integration. It's not just one thing. It's not like, hey, I just wake up in the morning, brush my teeth, I'm good to go. 
and and you have to and you have to work at it. And that's one of the questions, you know, you know, again through reading the book, you know, there's different pieces of that. Uh, I know there was a, a section that you talked about the tree of life, uh, mm. which completely resonated with me. Uh, why don't you share a little bit about that, if you don't yeah, mind? Yeah, yeah. Off the top of my head, the tree of life—it's a metaphor, and and one of the things I've always been complimented on. Uh, is metaphors and analogies and getting people to visualize something that's really easy to see because otherwise just the words of the text may not. Cause this is again, deep down it's heavy stuff we're talking about. So I, I like to create imagery and metaphors and baseball is so perfect, but the tree, think about a tree, a tree, like let's say an apple tree or, you know, like a tree, a tr- fruit, there's fruit on the tree. Right. And now climbing a tree, have you ever climbed a tree Dave? I have. Do right? you, you ever like, uh, a tree yourself. grows in Brooklyn every now and then. <laughs> every now, <laughs> it's great in the concrete jungle. But my point is, um, like, there's risk mm-hmm. to climb a tree. It takes effort to climb a tree. We might fall. We might scrape. We might cut. We might bruise. You, you follow? Yeah, I'm following. Um, we might grab a piece of fruit that's rotten, got worms inside of it. You know, we might. In other words, we might grab something that we think is tasty and good, and it's really rotten and 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 toxic. You follow, mm-hmm. we could fall out of the tree. We could, you know, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of risks. So number one, it takes effort to climb a tree. And number two, there's a lot of risk associated with climbing a tree. So tree of life is like, why get out of bed at all? Why put the effort in? Why take any risks at all? You know, I think it was maybe Einstein or Churchill. I forget exactly who, but this is the only way to avoid criticism in life is to do nothing, be nothing, achieve nothing, you know, yeah. Right. Right. That's the only way to avoid criticism. It, you know, it's the easiest wants, thing to do is to do nothing, but it doesn't nothing. get you anywhere. Yeah. Where... So when we talk about life, what's the fruit? What there's got to be something worth it, or else we would all do nothing, be nothing, say nothing. Right. right? So of all of the things that we could possibly pursue in life, a frame, right, is to mm-hmm. break them into five categories, five different types of fruit in the tree of life. Right. So categorically, one thing that we want, right, is, uh, and this is in no particular order, one thing that we want, one reason to put effort in and risk criticism, setbacks, failure, fits and starts, losses. Excuse me, the dogs are barking now. Perfect. It's all good. Um, hey, you guys, calm down. Calm down. This is live here, live <laughs> with this, the, you know, the swoopies. You guys, calm down, you guys. Be cool. Or else I'm going to have to go into another room. Anyway, so real quick, I'll list them for you in no particular order. Identity. Right. That we want to know ourselves a certain way and we want others to know us. You know, I loved when I added author to my identity. I loved adding husband to my identity. I love professor. I love when you introduced me, master, master. You know, that's that's the way you know me. And I like, didn't want to argue with you. I wanted to step into that and be all right with that. Right. But that's one reason to create things. It's one reason to do things. It's one reason to risk and, you know, to put effort into a master's degree in 20 years pre- teaching college students public speaking and building a coaching practice and writing a book and putting yourself out there so that maybe somebody sees you as a master, you know, mm-hmm. and that's worth the effort you follow. So identity, how are, do we know ourselves and how do others know us? Okay. Another category of fruit in this tree would be emotions, right? You, I think Tony Robbins says the quality of our life is the quality of the emotions that we experience. So how do you want to feel every day? You know, if you just want to, you know, like Brian Tracy, one of my mentors, Brian Tracy, here in San Diego, he used to teach me like weeds grow on their own. <laughs> they didn't need no, no help. So if you want to do nothing, be nothing, say nothing and have the emotion of lethargy, underachievement, 
dread, shame, inadequacy, whatever, then do nothing, be nothing, say, you know, say nothing. But if you want gratitude or uh, you want gratified, satisfied, pleased, or if you want firm, steadfast, unwavering, or if you want jovial, hopeful, enthusiastic, if you want to feel those emotions, you might want to climb a tree. You know, put some effort in and risk something if you want to feel good and proud and excited. And uh, so emotions is another category of fruit. How do you want to feel every day? I know how I want to feel. I feel that way right now talking to you. A third category of, of, of what's worth climbing in the tree would be um, focus. Mm. Right. Uh, oh. You talk about Gretzky saying um, you, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Well, um, also like focus, there's other quotes around that thing. Focus is more important than intelligence. Mm-hmm. You know, David, if I have a disposable camera, I'll outshoot your $50,000 camera. If mine can focus and your yours cannot. Right. But here's the thing. Some of us are pawns in other people's chess games. And some of us are playing our own chess game. Mm-hmm. Some of us are being blown around like a feather in the wind, letting email and text messages and social media advertising tell us what we're going to do that day. Others of us know exactly what we're going to do. And we're focused and we could block off. You follow? Where yep. do you want to focus your time, your talent, and energy? You know, my parents, rest in peace, you know, at the end of their days, they, all, they focus, all they could focus on was doctor bills and drugs and appointments and, and their health. And, their, you know, they weren't, they weren't healthy at the end. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to focus on, you know, my family, my grandkids, my charitable stuff. I want to focus on legacy. I want to focus. I want, what do I want to focus on? Do I want somebody focusing me, you know, in their chess game? Or do I want to focus on my board, my pieces, my opponents and, and win? Right. Right. Where do you want to focus? Where do you want to point, direct your time, talents, energy, and resources? That's worth fighting for. That's worth working for. And then the other two categories would be uh, peers, right? Who do you want to hang out with? Yep. That's it. Who do you want to be spending your time with? You've heard quotes like, if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yep. Right? I want to hang out with guys like you that are doing stuff, right? You inspire me, Dave. The, like, I love seeing your posts about how charitable you are and all of the good work that you do in the community. And, like, you're just a stud in that regard. And, and people, I, I wish people would learn more about the things that you're doing and work to emulate, you know, that level of care and that level of selflessness. Um, it, it, so I like hanging out with guys like you. I like hanging out guys that, you know, but see, the thing is, right, people, sometimes their ego defense, they don't want to admit that they're not where they want to be. So they won't hang out with people that are more successful. So a lot of people like to commiserate and on and on. That's not a way to, you know, you don't need to climb the tree for that. And then, and then finally measurable results. Mm. You know, how many books do you want to write? How many episodes? You're coming up on a hundred episodes, right? Yep. Measurable results. How many, you know, listeners, how many downloads, how many properties do you want to own? How many stages do you want to be on? How many businesses do you want to turn around? How many you know, mouths do you want to feed? How many dollars do you want to raise for charity? How many scholarships can you create that will uh, be endowed, you know, because there's enough money in there where the, in, you know, the interest is the scholarship without touching the principal. What are the measurable results that you want to achieve in your life? What do you want to say when it's all said and done? What do you want to say? It was all said and done. Right. Yeah, that's the big thing. And then to have that balance to not feed the ego, feed the, you know, why you're doing it. You know, because I've gotten a lot of feedback uh, with people. Oh, you, you're just doing it to show how great you are. I'm like, I'm not great, man. I'm just doing things. It keeps my, keep, fills my time. You know, when you talk about focus, it's not about me. And I, you know, I would turn that around. I would say you're damn right. Because if I didn't do it, I'd be showing how ungreat I was. Right. We all have two choices. Either show how ungreat you are or show how great you are. I don't know what your choice is, but thank you for complimenting me on mine. Right. And that's, and that's how I turn it around is I go, okay, so what are you doing? You know, 
you're, you're knocking me. I go, I'm doing something. I'm not doing it. Be, I'm not telling you how great I am. I'm just doing it for consistency. As we said, you know, it's that focus of, hey, if we all live here, right? Muhammad Ali said, the price we pay for living on this planet is by doing service of others. And that's yeah. what I'm doing. That's, yeah, not only that, somebody else said, I mean, we can keep going, man. Like I said, <laughs> what was the other thing too is, is, um, Oh, there was another quote that was in my head just a second before you said that. But, you you know, Muhammad Ali is one of my favorites. Um, it'll come back to me. Uh, and then and you're like, oh, here it is. The quote is, um, nobody doing better than you is ever going to criticize you. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, they're going to be like, hey, how can I help? What right. are you up to? Right. They're, pulling, they're pulling you down you from the tree. You. Yeah. yeah. If they're doing better, that you know, it's only somebody that's doing worse. Right. Because when they look at you you're showing them what they're not doing. So they would rather attack that than look within and figure their stuff out. They're out of integrity. Mm -hmm. If they're going to judge you when they haven't done anything as good or better, they're out of integrity. We'll be back in a moment. This is John. And Mark Cronin from... John's Crazy Socks. And we're interrupting to say, we hope you're enjoying this episode, but please make sure to check out our show, The Spreading Happiness Podcast, another great show produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. New episodes are available every week on all your favorite podcast platforms. Join us on our new podcast as we continue our mission, Spreading Happiness. Thank you, folks. Now, so lead, leading into that about leading, yeah. which is another part of the book, you know, what are leaders, you know, when, missing when it comes to integrity? Not, not all leaders, some leaders. What are some leaders missing when it comes to integrity? You know, um, I'll, I'll, there's a couple things that come to mind. Um, I'd say there's a lot of things. <laughs> How do I frame this? One, let's just say a framework, right? You know, I think um, leaders would show or have better integrity if they had a framework to increase their integrity. So I try to offer a framework, show points of integration that, you know, to make it tangible. One of the best compliments I got recently was I took a very nebulous kind of subjective topic mm -hmm. and I made it practical and tangible, right? With the 10 point model. Um, so sometimes it's a how-to that leaders don't have. How do I increase my integrity? I, first of all, I don't even know if anybody's ever asked themselves that. Second of all, um, if they did, I don't know if anybody's ever written in the book, like, hey, here are the 10 steps you take to increase your integrity, but I, I'm hopeful that I can get on the map that way and people start to play the integrity game specifically because they know that there's a lot of rewards waiting for them if they invest in up-leveling their integrity. Remember, it's not a do you have it or not question. It's how much do you have and how much more do you want? What are you willing to do to get it? Right. And I've got a process. I've got a journey I can take you on. Um, sometimes what they're missing is, let's break it down. Let's go to the model. Gifts. Gifts is one of the 10 points, right, of the, of the model of integrity. So integration, right? Uh, what of my, like we talk about God-given gifts, is what we're born with. They're kind of like our DNA, spiritual DNA and our, you know, how we came into this world, what we're supposed to do, right. From whatever your version of a higher power is. Right. Like I think I was born with communication skills. I just, yeah, I, that's my be instinctual behavioral style. I have a fast processor. I can speak quickly. I I'm emotive. I feel emotions. I can transfer that. I got a command of vocabulary, but I had to integrate God given 
with like man-made. Mm-hmm. So there was an education system. There was professors. There was tutors. There was, you know, you follow? Mm-hmm. And then yep. self-made, self-made. So I, like there's the gifts that other people give us. There's the, the gifts that like we're born with, right? There's the gifts that other human beings give us. And then there's the gifts we give ourselves. Are we integrating that? Right. Right. So I was I was born, I believe, a gifted communicator, but I went and invested in a master's degree. I sought out a mentor and guys like Dr. Mike Real, rest in peace, Dr. Peter Anderson and Dr. Patricia Geist and uh, Nikos Moratidis. And and, uh, I could keep going. Right. Those those they gave me gifts because they saw that I was willing to invest in my own gifts because they saw that it came in gifted. But what a waste. What an out of integrity if I showed up with these communication skills and, and wanted to inject lab rats with this, this syringe right. and get a drug to market. I need to be storytelling. I need to be coaching, consulting, training, teaching with these gifts. So there's integration between you follow. So a lot of leaders, they're gifted with things. They're not integrating their well, gifts. And that's part of that focus that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. You know, not only knowing your gifts and not just saying, Hey, I got a gift. So I'm walking in the room. I'm, I'm Jeff Klubeck. Uh, no, it's I'm Jeff Klubeck how I can assist you and be a servant leader, but how we can focus together, how you can learn from obviously your mentors because you should always have mentors. You know, as you mm-hmm. said before, we should not walk into a room where we're the smartest person. You could be among the smartest people, but you should be learning from everybody from the smartest, but also from the person who might yet not have that question. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's a really tough question because you, you, you say leaders, mm-hmm. Right. So I would answer the question differently if you said leaders in corporations or um, le- you know, entrepreneurial leaders or leader. I would answer it much differently if I said leaders in Little League, mm-hmm. you know, right? Literally the volunteer parents that get on the board so they can set all the rules and make sure their kids get the, the spoils and all that. Right. So that happens everywhere, whether it's, you know, theater, you know, yep. like, you know, parental leaders and volunteer parents, they're leaders. Right. What are they lacking? Right. You know, well, the, that's the, part of that integrity. Right. So if they're, yeah, they're looking like, at it to try to get their kid, everybody, you know, like, I, you know, I don't care who I offend out there. You know who you are if you're listening. But I'll tell you what, if you volunteer to manage a team and your son starts every other game and there's nine other kids in the team that never got to start and pitcher and it's rec baseball where everybody pays the same hundred and thirty five dollars. How on like you're volunteering to make sure your kid's the star, not to be a, a, a person in the community that will help everybody. I t- I'll tell you what, the last year I volunteered to manage Little League, all every single kid on my team started at pitcher before any kid got a second start. And they're like, Klubeck, what are you doing? At this level, you have to play to win. I'm like, what are you talking about? We all make the playoffs. It's like, yeah, but you got to play to win. You got to get competitive. I'm like, well, my team, I think, is going to be more competitive. I show them that I trust them early in the season. By the time playoffs come around, they've all been on the bump. But, you know, your team is going to choke because you're like relying on one or two people. Hey, you know, and so, so, you know what I'm saying? You call that out and they're not ready for the conversation. And if you don't have their permission to ask them what their motive is to right. volunteer, you know, they say, oh, I love the kids. I love the kids. Well, then. How come Johnny bats last every single game when we all make the playoffs? Right. It's all, it's all positioning. And, you know, th- that's what you, you know. have to look at it versus, versus, you know, oh, my God, Johnny didn't get the chance to pitch. He should get the chance to pitch. And if he gets bombed, he, he knows. But then there's also that coachable moment, right? It's not to, it also gives Johnny that opportunity to go, hey, Coach, you know, maybe I'm really not the guy, for, you know, for that for that job, but I have plenty of other tasks and other skills. It. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's so much better when you say, "Hey, you're up next game. 
I am. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever let me pitch before. I'm like we believe in you. We've got great defense behind. We've got it's a six or seven inning game. You'll pitch an inning or two. If you want to come out, we'll take you out. But we believe in you and we want you to believe in yourself. So a kid will get in there and he'll have a one, two, three inning. And he'll be like the look on his face and the pictures, and the grandparents are there in the stands. And now I'm the guy that believed in him. And, and if he wants to take himself and say, you know what? Thanks for giving me that opportunity, coach. I'd rather play a different position. That's so much different than me never letting him play that position in the first place. Right. Completely. In the name of winning at Little League and rec ball when they're 10, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. So I've got, you know, that's a big, you know, peeve for me. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, I'm saying now a coach is a leader. Uh, A real estate broker is a leader. Um, You know, uh, uh, somebody that politic, like that uh, uh, runs for, office on a, 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 a political action committee you know like that's a leader uh you know there's there's corporate leaders entrepreneurial leaders there's community leaders political leaders religious leaders you know, volunteer dad leader you know you know there's all kinds of leaders and um i think all of them every type of type of leader in one word they all can improve they're not missing lacking integrity they all have some but they all could benefit from more. And if they focused on improving theirs, their followers would be more, there'd be less dissension, you know, more motivation. I'd run through a brick wall for anybody that I saw investing in their own integrity. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because everybody's a leader the second you raise your hand, even if you're not a, you know, there's the opportunities for, for growth. And that's, you know, the, the, the missing part. And I guess maybe that may, might be the missing part is if people are leading but are not focused on not only growth but also the, the bigger environment. You, if you need to be a leader, and I know that's not who you are, but if you just need to be a leader, that's an ego piece versus being a leader of – and there's nothing wrong with that either. So, you, you know – Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, to it, neutralize it a little bit, I, you're feeling my emotion there. I would say – I'll say this, self-preservation. Mm-hmm. We we are all hardwired to protect ourselves. That's number one. Sure. You know, weeds grow on their own and our, our, you know, our fight or flight response physically and mentally, emotionally. So emotionally or mentally, when we see something that we feel or perceive as a threat, we're going to attack it or ignore it as well. And very often, you know, doing the right thing for everybody is a threat to our, our perceived threat to our own self preservation. But be clear about this. When our backs are against the wall, when push comes to shove, everybody is going to self preservere. Yep first right that's maslow's first need right safety right (laughs) safety and so sometimes we behave that way based on perceptions of threats that aren't really threats correct you know like i've swatted at a a buzzing by my ear only to realize it's a fly and not a bee but i still swatted at it (laughs) and so a lot of people um in 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 it's like what are leaders lacking well, yeah, another way to is like, well, what do they have that's preventing them from being a good leader? And it's ego defense and self-preservation and profit motive and, you know, et cetera. You're listening to Peace, Love, and Bring It Back with me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemetsky. What makes, so we've been talking about your, your book your, that's coming out, yeah. the, the Integrity Game. What makes it game changing uh, for, for you? Well, for, you know, obviously you're the author, so there's a little yeah. personal piece to that, but you know, I, yeah, I um, this is what I'm hoping. You know, it's in like game changing. It's in the eye of the beholder, right? It, it, the audience des- will decide. The marketplace will decide. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm hoping, how I hope it changes the game, is number one, um, changing or expanding our understanding of what integrity is, as many times as I possibly can. Yeah, being your word. Yeah, behaving the same way regardless of who's watching. 
but I want to add change the game by adding the word integration. Mm. Before people accuse somebody else of being out of integrity, before we dismiss ourselves because we believe we have so much integrity, I want to ask, well, what are you integrating right now? What is your decision? What is your word integrating with? I want everybody asking, what am I integrating with? Am I integrated? Does this integrate with? Right. That, so like, I want the notion of it. It's so funny to me, Dave, that, that like they start with the same six letters, integrity and integration. Mm. But if I asked a million people, what's the definition of integrity? Not one of the million would say the word integration in their answer. So that's one thing I want to game change on is get to everybody to get back to this notion of one thing coming together with another thing. And what most people do understand is word with behavior or behavior with values. But the other way I want to be game changing is this. Are you ready? I'm ready. Like without overthinking it, would you agree with me that if I did what I said I was going to do, I could claim integrity? Uh, depending on, well, I guess depending okay. on what you did, right? Uh, yeah, depending. Uh, there you go. So you know better already, right? See, I said without overthinking it because yeah. you, you, you know too much, right? <laughs> Here's the deal. So if I said I was going to drink 18 beers before this podcast, and then I drank 18 beers before this podcast, I will have done what I said I was going to do, but could I claim integrity? Uh, yes, because you said what you did, but the integrity that uh, I, w- I respected you to come <laughs> to be ready to talk, and, and that's the thing. And that's where the, 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 point, yeah, the point that I'm making is I succeeded in integrating word with behavior with that example. Mm-hmm. But now I've got this integration of word with behavior, but that doesn't integrate with my potential. Correct. It doesn't integrate with my strategy. If my strategy is to promote my book, by being an entertaining and valuable guest on a podcast, doing what I say I'm going to do. I shouldn't even say I'm going to do that, first of all, and then I shouldn't do it when I say I'm going to do it because saying it and doing it are not integrated with the strategy, the vision, the potential, my gifts, unless my only gift is a, you know, a liver. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you understand what I'm getting at? Yeah, the, no, the exactly. Second, the second game changer that I want is to get people curious about the other points the other things we want to integrate with it's not just word with behavior and it's not just behavior with values but it's purpose it's gifts it's potential it's goals it's strategies tactics resources it's accomplishments it's service it's learning and growth it's there's 10 things that we want integrated we want them all working together in a synergy we want we don't want them isolated we don't want them disintegrated Right, they, they, right. They have to be integrated, and and, and that was you know, perfect because that, that's what it is, right? So you, you you if you would have had that beer, that would have been you know not integrated into who you are because you're always when, when when it's time for you to show up, you show up, and that's why you're one of the masters in that. Well, yeah. Another thing is, I am a work hard, play hard guy. Mm-hmm. Right, I let that out there. I work hard, I play hard. When I'm playing, I'm playing. Right. So you know, there are times where I where I'm, I want to drink eighteen beers. But when I'm playing, when I'm on the golf course, or when I'm, you know, on vacation, you know, what right? I'm, you know, you, what I'm you know when, the balance, right? That, that, that's part of that balance. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not I, perfect with it. You know, sometimes I'm human being, just like anybody else. And so there's sometimes where I'm like, ooh, you know what? I I could have made a better decision here. You know, one way or the other, more work or more play. Yeah, know? no, sure, and that and that's that 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 fine balance. That's why you know, as human beings, to have that balance, you know, sometimes it's going to be work where you're not going to have any beers, and, and and we'll just use beer as you know, or, or golf. Uh, you might not play golf for a month, but then for the next week, you might be playing every day just because of how you did that. You know, it's again, it's that balance, and 
there would be reasons why either or. And that's, that's part of that integrity is also that self-integrity is knowing that you're doing your best. You're, high, you're working at that highest level uh, of integrity, saying what you want to do, manage your life, and have that ability. Yeah. Yeah, it's managing things. It goes back to that, you know. But I hope I answered your question on a game changing. Categorically, those are the yep. two things. I want to expand our understanding of what integrity is, and then I want to introduce a model that people can easily tap into to up level their integrity. I want to change the game, you know. Again, if if I'm right, most of the people in the world only use the word integrity when they're accusing somebody else of not having it. Correct. Yeah. I think so that- I will change the game if now integrity means something that I can improve on myself with a 10 point model and processes and systems and support to actually up-level my own integrity. I want to change the game by actually getting people excited about not threatened by you're not admitting you're a bad person by saying you want to improve your integrity. You're saying your person wants to be a better person. Right. You know, it's one of those things and, about, and so I, yeah. So yeah. I'm, that's why the book is so um, digestible and conversational. And like, like you're sitting on a wall observing a conversation. Cause I believe most people want to believe, first of all, that if I admit that I need more integrity, then I'm, a bad person no let's have a nice comfortable casual harmless non-threatening way to get people to start to think about it yeah and that 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 is definitely one of the the ways that the book does that you know just hearing those stories and that's why being on that fly on the wall you're Mm -hmm. like oh i could see it differently and because one of those things is once you become aware it then becomes a choice and that's the really powerful part. You know, things that we might not have been aware of. I mean, I've been guilty of that a lot of times. Like, how do I not know? But the things you didn't know, you didn't know, or you weren't aware of it. It's, you know, again, re- reintegrating that focus. And once you know it, you can't, it becomes a decision, not a, I don't know. Yeah, we're never, we're never guilty of ignorance, but we're guilty of willful ignorance. Right. <laughs> you know, ignorance is just ignorance until we know. Yep. But if we are presented the opportunity to know and, consciously choose not to know that's guilt you know and that guilty is charged i love it dave yep okay um I, I know i've taken a bunch of your time and this has been great and you know uh what are some you, you've given us so many gems a, a, as well so I, but are there any final parting shots that you'd like to uh, you know because the we, the book's going to be coming out we, we definitely want to make sure that everybody yeah. gets gets the book it'll it'll be yeah. on yeah right now anybody can go to the integritygame.com and sign up to get on our you know our list you know, our email list so we could let you know, uh, hey, the book is coming. We're going to do a discount price on launch or whatever. But also we plan on giving all, like all kinds of bonus content and special access. So we want people to you know, be a part of our tribe. If you're interested in improving your integrity, get on our list and let's see if we can help in a non-threatening way. Uh, that's one thing. We also, you know, you know, I'm, I coach, I consult, I teach, I train. So if anybody out there is interested in two complimentary coaching sessions from either myself or one of the coaches that I've trained, if you guys want to talk integrity game, you want to hear what the 10 points are and you want to bounce it off somebody and somebody to lead you through, do you have answers to these 10 sets of questions? Uh, we'll offer that out for, to free for anybody uh, that, that mentions your show. You know, we're, we're big fans of giving two free coaching sessions to anybody that is willing to work on themselves. I don't have time to do them all myself. That's why I've trained coaches mm-hmm. to do it. But, um, you know, depending on how we hear from people, it may be something that I decide to take on myself. You never know. Um, so those are, you know, I, you know, those are a lot of times on the, at the end of podcast, people are selling stuff. I'm not, I'm just promoting this notion of integrity. And, you know, if you get on the list and you buy the book for 20 bucks, when it comes out, we'll be thrilled. Um, if you want the two comp sessions, we'd love to meet you, get to know you better and, and, and give you our feedback on, on where you're at in the integrity game and, you know, how to, how to increase yours. That's awesome. Well, 
Well, thank you again so much. And, you know, definitely gave a, a lot of food for thought and uh, definitely brought your integrity game. And, you know, I know the picture on the, the front of the book, or at least the version I saw, uh, yeah. was a baseball game. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping uh, you swing away. Uh, you know, we'll... Thank you, man. You know, I, I, I'm thrilled that two, a couple of the compliments that I've got on the book is like, I don't even know anything about baseball. And I loved it. You know, like, like you, you know what I mean? Don't be fooled out there. You know, I'm just using baseball as the parable metaphor, but it's, it's really not about baseball. It's just baseball is the Trojan horse to get the, the tougher subject through. Yeah, well, that's exactly like with the bat. Uh, you know, I only use the bat because, it, you know, the Brooklyn, you know, the, the, the Brooklyn in me, and that's what they hear. <laughs> they hear the New Yorker, and then I'm like, peace and love confuses, uh, you know, everybody. And then that's why I always go, when I end an episode, I always say, find your sweet spot, but it's not about violence. It's, it's all about finding that sweet spot. It's about hitting something out of the park. It's about getting on base. Yep. You know, it's about, you know, scoring some runs and moving runners around. And, you know, maybe sometimes it's about laying down a bunt. Mm-hmm. You know, I love I love it what you're doing, Dave. And it was a treat. You said, Oh, thanks with your time and this and that. I would do this anytime. I'd spend five hours with you nonstop, man. It's 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 effortless and it feels good. And I'm a big fan of yours. And uh, you inspire me in many ways. And uh, I just wanna uh, give a big uh, digital hug to all of your listeners. I love you guys. All right. Well, thanks a lot. And for everybody, just make sure you always have peace and love integrated into your life. Uh, keep your integrity high, as we were talked about today. And if you need to bring a bat, make sure it's nonviolent. And also swing, hit your sweet spot, and knock it out of the park. Have a great day. I'm really glad that you're enjoying our show. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is brought to you by Launchpad 516 Studios. Executive produced by David Chemetsky and George Andriopoulos. Music selections by James Grant, Zach Nelson, and James Gaither, and licensed through Storyblock. Sound effects and sponsorship music licensed through Epidemic Sound. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is hosted with Podbean. Subscribe to our show wherever podcasts are available. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and share with all of your friends. Follow us on Facebook at Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Follow me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemetsky, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. You can find all those links and more info at davidshemetsky.com. For show ideas, feedback, guest inquiries, or just to chat, reach out to me at peacelovebringabat at gmail.com. For sponsorship and media inquiries, reach out to peacelovebringabat at lp516.com. Make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Today's journey has come to a close, my friends. I hope the seeds of peace and love continue to grow for each one of you. Remember that peace and love surrounds you and will assist you to rise again. But don't forget to bring it back for what you believe in. Namaste. Namaste.